0: Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky Stable Stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio.
1: Welcome to Behind the Gates on Sky Sports Radio. We're going to talk Randwick for the next uh, 45, 50 minutes or so. 0419 767 272 is the number if you'd like to join us. I was away last week. Uh, I'm sure Anthony Manton. Did a great job, a real pro, uh, with uh, all of his commitments here at Sky Sports Radio and Sky Racing. So I hope you enjoyed last week's show. Let me know on the text line if there's anything I missed that I should know about. Any scandal? I've already got a little bit of dirt on hurls, uh, thanks to Steve E from Sydney. We like that. Keep them coming. Let me know, what did I miss? Did these uh, blokes behave or did the joint fall apart in my absence? It probably went the opposite. I'm getting mixed signals from the team here behind the scenes. Darren Flindell, good morning.
0: And good morning to you as well, uh, Luke. Yeah, it's been an eventful week, but how did your sojourn go over to Saudi Arabia? That would have been an interesting experience.
1: Mate, do you know what? That's a great way to describe it. It was interesting. I I learnt so much. Um, Gee, we're lucky here in Australia, guys, I've got to say. I've been to 17 countries now. This is the best joint on earth. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. There's great joints around, and it's really awesome to see other places but we have got the best country i'll I tell you what i learned darren that surprised me mm-hmm. there are twelve thousand racehorses thoroughbreds and arabians in saudi arabia that that blew me away wow. i couldn't believe yes. it. there were that many horses up there mate they've got 25 race tracks two of them are professional the others are of varying degrees of uh, quality i would suggest but they got 25 tracks in saudi arabia
0: well I'm blown away by that
1: so was I um so I learned a lot the owners are very keen on racing for prestige a lot of them have a quid as you could imagine and mm. they'd rather run in the group one with the king's horse and the prince's horse and and get beat 100 lengths than win a lower graded race so they race for prestige up there which I also found really interesting but the people were lovely they were very welcoming to uh my partner Alicia and I and she was uh, fortunate enough to, to run close in one race. Um, the other three she rode, um, they might be out in the desert uh, chasing a new career <laughs> as maybe a lead for a camel or two, but <laughs> one mm. ran second. So uh, that was a bit of a thrill, and we met a lot of the other international jockeys and trainers. So, mate, it was a really good experience, and as I said, I, I learned a lot.
0: Mm. yeah it's certainly a cultural experience they do things a lot differently and it's always good to uh, you know to get other perspectives as well sometimes we get a little bit too isolated in our bubble down under
1: no most definitely and the country gets a bad rap and probably rightly so for some things but I think that's on the improve over there Um, tourism is now being looked at they've been open to tourism for three years now I think in Saudi Arabia so I think they're investing in that and other things are on the improve as well, which uh, which is good, particularly in 2024. So it's good to be back. What did I miss, mate, um, while I was away? Anything?
0: What did you miss? Um, gee, it wasn't a bad midweek program at uh, Rose Hill. I think a few um, yeah. future stakes winners came out of that program. Chris Waller produced a filly there. C4, my goodness, wasn't she dynamic? Um yes she was one of the highlights and uh and his other winner there mayor of mount Buller. she looks like she was stay all day and looks a real good chance for the oaks coming up um you were back at canberra of course weren't you on thursday i was for the <laughs> for the provincial championship <laughs> good old straight acer hey that uh Certainly shook things up a little bit, uh, finishing unplaced in the main race. But well done to uh, the connections of Territory Express, who's flying, and that was an enormous win there on Thursday.
1: Yeah, was it what, mate? He's always had that ability. And, yeah, straight Acer, mm. he's created a lot of chat, hasn't he? Uh, I interviewed Tommy Berry this morning. I asked him. He said, yes. mate, he just raced a little bit flat. Um, that can happen, guys. Uh, like an athlete can have an off day and, and have a, a poor game. He, he didn't run to maybe his best. He was a little bit soft in the market. Uh, not blowing my own trumpet but I didn't actually tip him in the race I I tipped Will Dow. I just thought he was I thought he was Mm. very short at the 2.15 to start the day and he did get out and you'd be disappointed if you backed him but uh, I'm not sure we should entirely drop off um, no, it's just
0: the fact uh, that they're, they're, they're rare situations where a Group 1-placed horse yep. gets in at, I get all that. at weights under that Class 5. Year. and I mean, uh, we had Cream Rises entered a run there, and he ended up scratching mm. uh, you know, just for the fear of how do you go up against straight racer and straight acer and only get 1.5 kilos from him when you're a country-class Oh, you're the duck,
1: <laughs> ducking and weaving, eh? Hey? I didn't expect that yeah. from the Patriot team. I thought they were a bit braver than that, yeah. ducking and weaving. <laughs> 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 now there are other members of this show, so I bet I, I guess we better get them on as well. Andrew Rich. Hurley, good morning to you again.
2: Hey, good morning, mate. Already learned a lesson this morning. It's a uh, rather bit late. You've just highlighted that because uh, it was one ninety out to two. I think it SP'd at two eighty on uh, on Thursday. What's the name of the horse again? Straight Asa, so yeah. It, uh, straight Asa. So uh, yeah. So I stayed out this morning. I backed something. Up Forty-one, it's out at fifty-one, but anyway, got uh, to win.
1: I got a text for you. Steve. E says, "Guys, do we need to introduce red and yellow cards?" Last week, Hurls potted red card, <laughs> and she ran one of her best races and won easy. And in the same yeah. race, Hurls was talking up Derry Grove, who didn't run top four. Cheers, great entertaining racing segment, Steve. <laughs> e, he's giving you a card, Hurls.
2: <laughs> yeah, good on you, Steve. Man. Yeah, got that completely utterly <laughs> wrong. I don't know what happened with Derry Grove because he's been so consistent. Um, and yep, red card, got to take my medicine there, got that completely wrong.
1: Well played for owning it, mate. Brad Davidson, good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys.
3: Uh, gee, I didn't know that the first 10 minutes of today's show was getaway with uh, Luke Marlow <laughs> and Darren Flindell. <laughs> Fair income, you blokes. we talking about uh, every country in the world. Uh, we, we could, you know, we, we're talking about racing here. I've only got 50 minutes, now we've got about 20.
1: I know, I know. Well, listen, don't get Flindell started on barley. We'll be here all day. Hey, Darren. Oh,
0: he's dropped oh, out. If, oh, no, there he no, is. It, <laughs> no, if only Barley had a track.
1: Ooh. Oh, well, good. <laughs> you, you'd be up there, Darren. Uh, how good. Mm. Um, how's this track going to play today, Brad?
3: Yeah, look, rail true, it's going to be very fair. It's going to be down the, down a few off the fence, I think. Um, if we get any rain on race day, that might change things up. I'll probably just make it more down the middle, to be honest. But rail true at Ramwick, is probably not a, a fairer track in, in the country in terms of uh in terms of sort of getting off the fence it's really hard to lead as a result but just back on straight Acer guys uh, everyone every man his dog was declaring that on twitter on, on on uh you know thursday but when you look at it i mean yes he kind of being judged off what he did last preparation his first up run was playing with a capital p and told you everything you need to know that maybe he was just in the groove last prep and you know a bit like shelby 66 he went on to win a Group 1 Galaxy when everything was in the groove, but they come back the next time, it doesn't mean they're going to be that level again, because uh, you know he clearly not at that level this preparation so far anyway.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think the point to take away is that you can't always judge them on last preparation. Uh, they've got to yeah. come back and, and, and get to that same level, and he still might, guys, he still might, but uh, we'll wait and see. What, how we'll do the show today, boys, is we'll start with the two Group 1s, because... Um, uh, I think the, the very elegant probably won't take us too long, um, and then we'll get to the surround. But I'll just ask the simple question um, is, is she just too good, Darren? And I'm talking about fangirl. Is she mm-hmm. uh, a text here which I liked uh, from a listener? It was winks like, and uh, it really was first up in the Apollo the way she won.
0: They were about the first words out of my mouth uh, when I took a breath after calling the last horse past the post. I said, "Wow, that, that was that was Wings." that, and when you when you go back and look what Chris Waller does with these star mares in in the years, like Winx just got better and better and better as her career went on. Very elegant. She did nothing but improve year after year. Fangirl's always been a top class filly and a top class mare. And bad luck has seen her beaten on a number of occasions. But I think when, what we saw in the Apollo stakes, she's gone to a new level now. And as far as the opposition's concerned today, she's got that much on them. It's not funny. You know, I detest taking odds on, but I seriously thought about having something at the 160 earlier in the week.
1: Mm. Davo, I think uh, probably not your style at the short odds a back marker, but is she just too good?
3: Yeah, she's too good, I think. But you're right. I, I never take a, a dollar dollar thirty about a horse. that's back last, no matter who they are, um, unless they're probably winks. That's about the only uh, the only uh, yeah hmm. uh, opposition to that theory. But yeah, look, she's too good. It's probably a bigger question, guys. Where are all these sort of in, you know improving four and five year olds coming through at sixteen hundred metres? I mean, it just don't seem to have it, do we? I mean, you know, you've got. The older horses there, think about it, and, and Cascadians still doing their things. But I don't know where are these, where are these sort of progressive four and five-year-olds coming through to, to test the likes of Fangirl? Um, I know Fangirl's probably only five herself, but uh, just yeah, it's just a bit hollow, isn't it? It's just a bit. I know it's the feature of the day, but it's probably the race I'm looking forward to least because from a betting perspective, it's just like watch Fangirl, and, and that's about it really.
0: Well, let's work out how we can make an earn out of this. Yeah, good call, Darren. What can, how can we do it? Hmm. I think Just Fine leads, and I think Lindemann sits behind it, and I'm sort of going to bank on those two fighting out second and third, possibly uh, think it over as the other possibility. So I might examine the the same race, uh, multi-scenario, and just see if we can get something out of this race.
1: All right, I like it, Darren. Uh, In regards to Just Fine,
0: Mm. fine, he's unbeaten at Randwick. Uh, He trialled up at Warwick Farm a few weeks ago, and he went toe-to-toe with Waledow, uh, Baylor's really wound up just fine. He was really trying to win that trial. And he couldn't get past uh, Waledo. And I have to say, Waledo ran enormous at Kembla the other day. It's obviously a horse on the way up. So although he didn't win that trial, I like the fact he went toe-to-toe with the horse that's run well subsequently.
1: And just before we get to Hurls, is it clear that the, the purist is completely gone inside of you, Brad Davidson? You're looking forward to the Group 1 very elegant stakes, the least on the card, because of a betting perspective. So the purist in you is just completely gone. Is that right?
3: Yeah, I've never been a purist, though. From, <laughs> from word go? For me, oh. I, I look. If, if there's an edge in a market out at Curry today, I'm more looking forward to that than the, the Group One. Like that. Oh, listen, that's to it. always been me, and will always be me, because I'm just about the punt, and I've
1: always have been in that. And regard. that's fine, and that's fine. But yeah. surely, when Winx was winning all the time, there was a little bit of a tingle or something. Surely oh, you felt something, Brad. You you do, you're not you do completely with that dead inside, are you? you do no, with, you do
3: with that you do with that because you know what that's doing for the sport um that that's getting people in that have never seen racing and they jump on the bandwagon and and it, and it gets that sort of fire in other people you know i remember watching winks's last run with my wife there and there were people peeking through the gates just to have a look at winks on that last thing that i got quite emotional that day because of that but yeah in terms of Group 1s versus Midway. I think the best betting card on the, today is the first race, the Midway by Country Miles. So right. I'm looking forward to that most.
1: Alright, well we'll get to that. Hurls, are they backing her at this thirty-five? You know what mate? They're not. Yeah, okay. They're not,
2: but they're not backing anything else no. to beat it. They just don't want to take the $1. thirty-five. There's plenty of other races where we're actually uh, holding more money. I just want to make a couple of points about very elegant Chris Waller. Now firstly I think, uh, what's we're betting a thirty five Dango. He'd probably take a, a shorter price. But, uh, Chris will be quite emotional after the race today. I don't think yeah. there's any doubt about that. Oh, yes. But but very elegant. I think as a trainer, it was his best performance for one of the better terms because mm-hmm. she was an absolute nightmare at times and she ended up winning a Melbourne Cup. I remember watching it with a mate at a pub. Um, very elegant. Oh, I was just before the top of the turn, and I was on something else. I said, "Oh, this is all over." Look at very elegant, and he got her to settle. She was an absolute, you know, an absolute pain. You imagine uh, to ride. So yeah, I just think, um, yeah, that's probably his finest, uh, finest moment uh, as a trainer. Um, and the third thing I gotta
1: say, I can't remember. <laughs> well, um, you, you take. I think he's right, Darren. I think he's
0: <coughs> nearly I- right. I remember her early days. Oh, she was a She was rat a shocker. Oh, yeah, yeah, she was yeah. the one with her head up in the air, firing up, pulling her head off. And I think, um, yeah, a lot of the credit has to go to, as well, a regular writer, Chris Harwood, who we saw during the week pop up on social media. That it was very impressive. Uh, Chris devoted a song to her. Yeah, did and he And it was, uh, yeah, very specific about uh, all of her. Um, intricacies along the way um, yeah, it, it popped up on the Chris Waller Racing Facebook feed it was certainly worth the watch but obviously it took a long time for them to get on top of her and work her out or or re retrain her to be a proper racehorse and that's what Waller has done so effectively over so many years and that's why he's the best and I Fangirls, going to a different level this preparation, and as of right now, I'm very much looking forward to the Queen Elizabeth, and just hoping that Mister Brightside does make that a target race, and that would be the last Group One of the season. The clash of Fangirl and Mister Brightside, wouldn't that be a ripper?
1: Yeah, and is there any imp- any imports to throw into the mix, Darren? Do we know oh, if anything uh, oh, might uh, come? absolutely, yeah. yes. yes. Yeah. Who, Something who, will who knows come across. What's,
0: what's there at the moment?
1: Yeah, great. Uh, what about any international raiders for the QE this year? Is is anything sort of targeting the race? Do we
0: know or Unsure. Not that I'm, I'm not aware of names uh, yeah, now okay. that honor uh, has fine. pulled out, but uh, no doubt uh, William Haggis will have something lined up. Love R- to see Romantic Warrior here. Mm, oh, that would be awesome. Wouldn't yeah. that? Wouldn't that add, add some juice to it? Would it? Be mm. awesome. Yeah,
1: would it? What
2: means? Uh, oh, this... Just one more thing about yep. Very Elegant too. But... Yeah, exactly what was said. Like she reefed and teared and she was just an absolute bugger. But she was still winning races when she was like that at times. So, uh, eh, marvellous horse. Probably a champion.
0: there would be, it'd be millions sure. about uh, her coming here, though. Uh, sorry, yeah. he, Romantic Warrior, because the big Group 1 in Hong Kong is not at the end of April, the Queen Elizabeth Cup. Yeah, he'll be staying yeah. home.
1: Group 1 surround, guys, learning to fly. Just out uh, 10 cents, hurls to 310. But I think she's going to drift further. We discussed that on the preview this morning.
2: Yeah, I think she will um, because of the depth of the race, but she's still very popular with punters. They're dangling carry it a little bit, getting her out to 310 now, a uh, 280. Get him, Jack. Get, get him, him, Jack.
1: Was hey, hey. oh, it Jack or Frank? It's Jack. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, get him under control, Flindell. <laughs> hey, <all again. laughs>
0: yeah, <yes>. Jesus. What's <laughs> happened? seen a ghost.
1: What's happened, Darren.
0: <laughs> He's all fired up. He, he wants to play the big six today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Good to have him on the show. Good morning to you, Jack. Uh, the yeah, big yeah thanks, Jack. Yeah, love it. Uh, how you were saying?
0: Um,
2: yeah, Arctic Dlemmer's been popular. Now, it's still $18, so they're letting you on. Um, and then also... Well, Tis Invincible's been soft in the market, but we've uh, we've written bets on it as well. So it's a good race. Learning to buy was absolutely enormous, first uh, stuff. I think if it repeats that, it wins. But, yeah, it right. may not be as straightforward as that.
1: No, I, I think um I think it's it's interesting. Um Brad Darren's um out of control with his dog there at his house. How, no, how's, no, you, how's no, things in your said animal that's world?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Brad, how's things I in the animal, animal world with you?
3: Well, I got, I think sent you guys a video through on WhatsApp on Thursday night. I was there at about nine PM in my little uh oh,
2: yeah. my little
3: basement, uh, oh. doing the form on Tunkari race number three halfway through and next minute there's a snake coming at my feet. So I uh yeah, another, another encounter with a snake, so that was... Uh, that You've
2: was got problems up there, mate. You've got big no, we've problems. Got, we've, because we've definitely
3: got a family of golden crown snakes that yeah. are around us, for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but they're the, harmless enough. What sort of... Oh, right, okay. It wasn't a brown snake? No,
3: nah, they're golden-crowned. Nah, okay. So if, if oh. they bite you, they, they give you a bit of a... um and get you a little bit sick, but not, not too bad. So, <laughs> oh, um,
2: the, cat, nice. the cat wanted to take it on.
3: Yeah, the cat was... It and the cat were having a bit of a thing, but they, they sort of went their own ways as they normally do. But uh, yeah, it was funny. I was sitting there because I couldn't actually find it again because I went upstairs to grab my fishing rod just to. You help couldn't find it, your it snake? Or load the snake? And then, and, then, uh, and then went back, and then he, he took off the snake. So <laughs> then, next minute, someone hit my leg, and I absolutely jumped because I thought it was a snake, but it was just a moth. So it was good.
0: Oh, glad I asked. Um, I thought it was one of those Allen snakes, the lollies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, what are you saying here about this group on surround, Brad?
3: Uh, look, I must admit I was a bit keener on learning to fly earlier in the week. I'm, I'm probably dulling confidence a little bit. But I, I still Why? took some of the 360. Just maybe that last 20 metres, maybe I, I could have seen a little bit stronger. But I'm thinking that was probably a byproduct of first up okay. 300 days and the fact that they had to go restrain and she's over racing early, restrain right back to the tail and then had to make a long run. So this time around she's going to get a much better run in transit you would imagine. I mean it was a good ride don't get me wrong but she still had to go back, waste that energy of over racing when restrained and then make that run through where I think she can get a better run I think is going to suit her she's by Justify, I think the breeding suggests 1400 is perfect and uh, yeah she's just going to need to go forward instead of backwards second up off a long break, they can go either way but I think she's one that might go forward so I'm happy to, to be with her I couldn't really get into the likes of Tizzy Invincible. I know she had a tough run first up, but that last 50 metres was not great at all. Um, and I thought she was a bit too much in the market. I thought Tropical Skull was far too short. I, I thought she got away with one last prep in the flight, and I just haven't seen enough to say that she should be $7 in a 1,400-metre Group 1. And, um, look, kamachi has got to be a chance, but I, I'm just not sure she's as good at 1,400 either. I, I just think she, it sees her out a little bit. So learning to fly clearly on top for me, Roll on High and Macarena—the different form lines that can do something. I just don't know whether Roll on High will be ready here. I get the feeling Queensland might be the more the target for her.
0: Long oh way off. Oh, I found this such a complicated race. I mean, tropical squirrel thats fine. You know what she'll do? She'll just jump, run. She'll be leading at all costs and just try and keep up the gallop there. But then the Kamochi the learning to fly, tis invincible. I just kept looking at these over and over. I was unlearning learning to fly in the light fingers first up. And it was probably one of the best losing rides I've ever seen. Yeah. And I really thought she was going to get there. But Kamochi kept kicking, and she's been such a tough, honest filly from day one, Kamochi. So I I, I can't penalise learning to fly for not getting past Kamochi just knowing how tough she is. And then Tis Invincible's bound to get a much, much better run today. So I've got to try and work those three out. And I thought, oh, this is a, this is a headache. Then I went further down. And every time I, I kept watching the replay of them, I kept watching Steffi Magnetica. Everything that was going wrong in the first 150, 200 metres of the race, the chequered passage up the straight, and the way she was powering home, and then went back and watched a previous run when she finished third behind Walenda. She probably should have almost won that race, Today she's drawn the fence, so I think Barry might just be able to get her right on the back of Tropical Squall and be leaders back in the run, so I think she's going to be many lengths in front uh, than she was last time, and potentially in front of the other main chances in the race, and I thought, blow it, I'm going to take the chance with her each way, Steffi Magnetica, each way pick, there you go. Uh, I'm a little bit worried though, I think I'm the only one making a case for her.
1: No, look, I, I don't think you're mad. Oh, why can't it run well? It did attack the line nicely and only beaten the two-and-a-half lengths. She was a stiff race at Orange that day. She resumed in, beat for Mo, who went on to win in town as well. So uh, that ended up mm. a pretty good, uh, good race out there at Orange. So that's the surround, guys. Um, Macarena for me, I just think if she has any luck from the draw, uh, she can she can really test them. I think that Well, with Eskimo Clark Prince, on and the Eskimo Prince form's been upgraded Darren with the Grey Horse Celestial Legend winning so well last week. Mm. Gee, he was he was like a, yes. a rocket. That is something then, you did miss.
3: But then Tom Kitten come out and did nothing in the same race. So you well, can look at it both ways, can't
1: you? I mean I'm reading him this way. Nice run fresh 1200 then flat second up he's a, wanting yep. 2000 now. I just think he's that He's that horse that needs ground, Davo. So I know he went pretty steady th- their last start, but I think it was the distance and the second up syndrome that got him.
3: I think you can link him a bit as well. And I don't actually think Darren is mad making a case of Steffi Magnetica because you can say that Steffi probably should have beat Willenda. Willenda was only, what, by memory, about a length off Kabala. So that ties, the, that ties them all in and, um, and you know... Macarena, look, she's got it. She's got a tie in with with Ste- Steffi Magnética through sort of Wilinda there and Kabbalah. So, I think, look, I think you can tie them in some some way and say that Steffi's definitely not a bad rookie in the race. Yeah, definitely.
2: Uh, it's back into a two dollars eighty again now. Learning to fly.
1: Okay.
3: Wow. Really? Yeah. Be, it'll be back to three ten in about ten seconds. Don't worry. <laughs>
1: Um, one one final one on this race uh, Kamachi, guys uh, From a, a listener here I think it's a special Watching the run again last night At a chequered passage Was only getting warmed up And uh, let fly uh, Kamachi looking for the further trip So uh, a bit of a case there for Kamachi, And you, it's hard to argue with it running well uh, plenty of uh, chat on the text line about your snake story, Dave. Our listeners uh, always enjoy an update on what's going on in your household with the wildlife, so um, that's good stuff there. Um, you said you were keen in the first, so I want to go there, uh, the midway release, Brad. What have you got for us?
3: Uh, it's just the best betting race of the day, this. It's, um, it's, a, it's a two-horse play, and and let's set up the day. Let's back Mad Darcy, let's back Vindication, and, and let's take on Marshall Music, who... Just found his race there first up. Uh, he, he's a first-up specialist, 1,000 metres. He's had six starts at 1,100. He's yet to run a play. He's that much better first up than second up. It's not funny. And I think you've just got to take him on. And you've got to back uh, Mad Darcy, who was savaging the line behind uh, him last time out. It's going to really appreciate 1,100 this time. And vindication. Uh, if you want to see a sneaky trial, watch him. He, he jumped out beautifully. He went back to last. Through the line sensationally well. One first up last preparation, 1100. They're the two bets in the race, clearly. They should be first and second favourite. And Marshall Music uh, keen to take on. It's the betting race of the day.
0: Get a read, Darren? It is a ripper of a race. Um, they did tweak the gear with Marshall Music in a trial, and he was explosive, and then he was explosive on race day. I take the point that he's flopped second up every time, so I'm I'm very guarded there because uh, I think we saw previous preparation when he won first up at Gosford. He broke the record there, over a thousand meters. So yeah, really good first up. I've I've gone with him because I know where he'll be. Just jump, run, and, and try and run them off their legs. But I've loved the trial of vindication. I am filthy, filthy that I missed that early price. Um, I I. It was between races at Rose Hill there on Wednesday, and I went looking for it. And there was nothing there. I finished calling the race, and uh, there it is—the price, and it's fifteen into about six fifty.
1: I've been there. It's oh. A, oh, it's an awful thing. <laughs> You've got to
0: be like—I went out of my way to chase this. That really annoyed me.
1: Yeah, it's hard to get on when you're calling a race, Darren. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean,
0: it's... See, people don't understand that side of the profession that is so damn tough. <laughs> 100%.
1: Hard <laughs> to you get your wagering sorted when they're at the 600 at, uh, in a race at Rose Hill. Oh, I get it. isn't
0: it? And Mad Darcy. Yeah, I, I agree with Brad. Uh, she, prior to her returning and winning that race at Gosford, her trials were just enormous. There's so many of David Pfeiffer's horses that are trialling so well. Uh, in recent months. So it's a stable. Just keep a real close eye on here. There's there's many future winners coming out of David Firefisher. Mad Darcy, if things uh, fall into place for her, she's a winning chance as well. I I find it tough uh, to know which one to play now, but I've got 6-8-14. I think they're the only three hopes. I'll, I'll Mad be-
2: Darcy is the... Clearly best back runner in this race now, and Vindication's probably the second best back runner. In fact, that's the case. So we're,
0: that we're on a good four as well. Um, and we know Mad Darcy will be fairly well back in the field, or probably at least midfield. Um yeah, I, I can understand the way she savaged the line last time. I can I can understand why she's been so well backed.
1: Gee, boys, we haven't been frothing over a midway uh, like this for a while. This is good
0: stuff. Ever? Wait till we wait till we get onto the highway.
1: <laughs> oh well, do you want to go there next, Darren? Before we move on, it is a ripper actually. So we will talk about it. But I'll throw one more into the mix there. In the first guys, Moonlight Grace lost away in her last two runs uh, of the preparation last time, but was electric winning fresh, long spell. If it finds its best form, I think it can do something at twenty. So I'll just throw that little cat among the pigeons. As we uh, do go to the highway, guys, Um, we had a a listener requesting and begging, please no highway leg in the multi this week. Well, um, your wish has been granted because it doesn't feature in our multi. I know it did for the punters panel.
0: It's very rare we do that. It is. Very rare. I think Penthouse might have been the last time. Mm, Which was, yeah,
1: warranted. But what a race, Darren. Uh, I mean, compelling truth, flying, perennial, unbeaten. Once again, my girl favourite 380, and remember Jack, uh, topical with Jack barking, maybe that's why he's performing there mm. at Kensington, uh, remember Jack, it might be his day, Darren.
0: Maybe, that's, you might be onto something there, because I was he, ignoring him.
1: As long as he <laughs> wasn't barking at a snake or something, I think you're sweet, Davo's under under pressure. Right, and yeah, I can bring the... you some golden crowns around if you
3: want, we'll, we'll get him in the Go backyard right. there and...
0: A family of them? <laughs> no, I, I detest snakes and I detest spiders. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many do you reckon
2: there are there, David? You said there's
0: a family.
1: Oh, how many is a family? of 10, oh, Ten or twelve, I reckon. Just <laughs> chilling out. Leave me out. No, thanks. Well, Darren, this highway, uh, remember mm. Jackie's among the chances with
0: Nash, I would have thought. I've, I've got it down to two hopes, really. Um, the Masara three year old and the Brett Kavanaugh four year old mayor, once again my girl. They've always had an enormous rap on her, and she just won a scone trial under an absolute stranglehold. Her previous preparation was brought to an abrupt halt when she bled at Musselbrook as a $1.16 favourite. Yes. um, But with bleeders, you generally want to get them when they're fresh. But I just keep watching the work of Perennial, Uh, what it did to them there at Newcastle last time over 900 metres. The time Mm. was very fast. He just looked like a quality horse, Perennial. And for the fact that Aaron Bullock's coming down, he doesn't want to miss this opportunity. And, of course, he's riding the good thing in the last at Newcastle today. I'm going with Aaron Bullock here with Perennial over Once Again My Girl. Then remember Jack and Compelling Truth. But I think this is going to be a really good clash here at Perennial and Once Again My Girl. It's, it's, uh, I think it's going to be one of the real competitive races on the card. Mm.
1: Is the betting telling us anything else?
2: Yeah, perennial most popular, Dollar Wise, in front of Remember Jack and then Once Again My Girl.
1: are you at a read? I think it's a great race, isn't it?
3: Yeah, really progressive horses coming through the ranks and uh, it's not a race that I've got a, a sort of massive confidence on. I'm, I'm really looking forward to sitting back and having a look and seeing how they all shape up against each other. I went with Once Again My Girl, just simply with that Derry Grove form line last time in and, of course, the Forgive with, uh, with Bleeding Before a Break. So... With her, loved her trial and happy to lean that way, but um, massive respect for the, the horse uh, that won at Tamworth by about six lengths and finds J-Mac, I, I, I forget its name, Compelling Truth. Yeah, and yeah. um, Perennial's got a huge show as well, although I don't think it's beaten anything yet. Um, I think there's a bit more depth to the others, their form lines, but the way Aaron Bullock talks about this horse, suggests he's very excited by it. And, uh, yeah, there's a few others right in the mix. I think is a very fast horse, but might just see the last 50 metres. They might be just closing a bit too strong. But, um, yeah, I- I'm with, once again, my girl in a great
1: race. I see in race four Storm Boy's $1. eighteen now, hey, girls? Ooh.
2: Yeah, but it's all about multis. So, like, we haven't taken... Oh, we've taken a couple of thousand dollars and $2,000 bets, but, yeah... Punters are just um just anchoring it in Maltese, which you can see why. But we sort of did make the point this morning. A couple of these two-year-olds over the years, um, their final run before the slipper, they've, yeah. they've gone down. Capitalist we mentioned as one. There was a couple of other Snowden's from memory yeah, over Cepoy. the Seapoy, was yeah, another. Seapoy was another one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Davo from like put in, take it. Take
1: yeah, it. I think you're probably right, Hills. I think he's just a a bit of a freak um, from a figures mm. perspective. Davo, is that lining up with what? The whole world's thinking that this one might be the real deal. well
3: will put it this way: I, I as I said, I don't have rules in racing, but um, I, I rarely take below a dollar fifty because I just, you know, it's sort of getting to those levels where, unless they are winks, I'm, I'm not really that interested. But this morning, when he was a dollar thirty yesterday and before the scratchings, I didn't want to take a dollar thirty early because I know that. Sydney racing, there's ten thousand scratchings, and, um, and there were a couple that there come out this morning. If he was still, if he was still a dollar thirty this morning, I was going to send him out as a max bet to my subscribers, and that's simply because he's a genuine dollar ten pop. Um, he probably he probably loses one in ten, and and he, he wins the rest. He's just panels above him. He's yep. ratings are freakish, and I think um, you know I listened to a few different judges throughout the week, and. Mark Lamborn's a, a terrific judge of Sydney Racing and he actually made a really good point about, about these two-year-olds and, and Hill sort of touched on it there about how some have come back and, and flopped before and you know, a lot of them have been, you know, I think the stable's key here and when you look at the Waterhouse yard in the past, it's not their horses that ever do that. You think of fun and you think of uh, Vancouver, you think of Piero, they all come back and they go crunch first up and just keep going. They don't, they don't train them like grand finals in a way, they just keep them going. So I don't think there's any concern there whatsoever. He just leads, he just wins, and yeah, dollar i I'm not going to go there, but he's just, yeah, he's just, uh, he's just an absolute moral.
1: Well, I like it, mate. Uh, Darren, anything to say?
0: Uh, it. it We're trying to work out how to get an urn out of this. Who's the most likely to run second and third? I thought that would be a battle between, obviously, Prost, Parkour, and President. I'm definitely including, I think there's something there with this guy. I like that spread he put in at Kensington, and then he sort of just peaked on the run a little bit down to the 150. The leaders just kept on going. I think President could be worth an angle of running into a place that might give you some type of value out of Storm Boy, but with all the bonuses uh, that are there and the financial deals that have been done with Kilmore, etc., on what this guy does in the future, he'll be uh, protected to continue this winning sequence today. He's just such an exciting horse. And the fact is, everybody you speak to that's had something to do with him, they just tell you what an imposing cult he is. He's big, yeah. Yeah, what a big unit he is. He's just, he's potentially the best two-year-old we've seen in a long time.
1: Must be exciting from a calling perspective, Darren, that this guy could be cleaning up the Triple Crown or uh, mm. be a real star of the future. We need. We need these top horses in racing. I know Dave, oh, um, he doesn't care for these top liners that capture the attention of uh, the racing public. Uh, he can't get an earn at the dollar eighteen, but he was going to send it out at dollar thirty. I love it. I can't,
0: I can't even see anything that might sort of ping the gates and go forward and try and take the lead away from no. him. Like, Hieronymus well, J- uh, Darren, is Aaron Prost.
1: I mean, J-Mac J- wouldn't want a box seat and... and and have bad luck in the mix would he uh, I mean he's no. an expensive horse and being unbeaten will only add to his value so
0: but I reckon Hieronymus wouldn't mind softening him up if he could but I don't <laughs> know if Cross is the type of horse to do it <laughs> I
1: know what you mean he'd be disappointed but I mean we know that the sale to Coolmore uh, James is their their main rider so um, yeah, it's a shame for Hippo but Jay Mackie gets where water wouldn't um, uh, I love it and uh, deservedly so he's, he's the best rider but yeah it's exciting to see him again today guys we'll see what he dishes up in that fourth race Um, we'll release our legs of the multi shortly but I just had a text from Mick on the tweet he wanted to know um, about McDonald's rides as a whole Uh, he said I'm backing J-Mac in races 2, 4, 5, 7 and 9 and I get it, Mick. Um he, he does have quite the imposing book. Hurls, you told me this morning he was a dollar twelve to win the challenge or something, was he? I was gonna say yeah, the stormboy yeah. odds in the challenge, was yeah, <laughs> Storm boy odds.
2: <laughs> yeah, so what you're better off doing for that listener, um, go to sports and today's offers. James McDonald three or more winners, a dollar fifty, three ten four or more winners, and five or more ten dollars.
1: Well guys, it's not unreasonable to think that he could be undefeated in his first five rides. He's got our Kobe son compelling truth in the highway obviously he's a longer price but I mean he could win. Storm Boy we all think will win. Redstone well which is favourite in race five then he's got Fangirl in race seven so coming to the Tis Invincible ride he could have already ridden two, three, four and if, if it's really mad five winners so he could have a big day J-Mac hmm. multi-time Pearls, I'll, I'll let you go first. Where are we going with your leg this week? And and how did we go last week, more importantly?
2: Nah, Brad down again last
1: week. <laughs> a couple just... of weeks
2: in a row. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, brutal that stuff. I wasn't the
3: only one. Well,
2: I no, was I, I put I Celestia I Legend recall, in. I don't and recall. I just remember you.
3: And it wasn't two weeks in a row. I got the one prior to that, which was the only one over six, uh, $2 that you guys put in.
2: Oh, here we go. Uh, who took the nail today? <laughs> I did. That's all right. Yeah, I took took Manal. uh, (laughs) Different conversation with Brad. All right, we've got (laughs) Sydney race one, number 14. Sydney race one, number 14, Mad Darcy. Sydney race six, obviously, number one, Manal. Race seven, number five, Just Fine. And race nine, number six, Osberg. Flirt. Now, it's $4 with a maximum bet of $50. It will open in three minutes' time. Last week, um, Luke, it yes. went in four minutes, and over a thousand customers got on. So, oh, beautiful! It was, uh, yeah, yeah, it was huge. So well, fact that didn't win. Well, that's fantastic,
1: um, mate. Because you know, autumn's just around the corner, and I'm glad our listeners and and people out there are enjoying their punting and getting yes. involved with this multi. And you know, we've had a, a slow a slow stretch, but. I reckon we're just about to kick, guys. Uh, I'm feeling fresh after just a week off. Um, Flindell's found Celestial Legend last week. Um, he's been let down by you two blokes, um, but we're a team, boys. Don't don't forget, no infighting. We've just got to stick together, <laughs> and I've, I can see good times ahead, Davo. I can see good times ahead. Well,
3: it's good that yeah, Wells finally got one last week after <laughs> going uh, going without for about twelve weeks. So uh,
2: nice to see him yeah, back.
1: In.
3: He's tipped one today. That's uh, definitely the concerning leg in our multi. So look, let's hope we can get it home anyway.
1: Yeah, and whose is whose? So mine is Manal, guys. I just wanted to play it safe. Um, I didn't want to come back and be a hero. I, I just want to get a get an earn. I, I want to get a result. So you've I been, went it. You've
3: been doing that a lot lately. You've been doing that a lot. Thunder lips into Manal. You're becoming <laughs> me, and uh, I'm becoming what you were.
1: <laughs> I know, which is very worrying. But hey, my legs are winning, so that's all that we that we worry about, Daveo, Right? Yeah, that's true. Glendale, your Osbred flirt, didn't it, trial well?
0: Mm. Yes, I really liked her trial. I thought there was a fair bit in the locker too when uh, he took her up the fence and I thought she was going to win easily and then he just really strangled her late, but I could see she really wanted to go on with the job. So they bypassed Kembler on Thursday and uh, they took some insurance by nominating her for the provincial heat at Newcastle today, so they pulled the pin there. Why not? Uh, she could be a stakes winner uh, after today. Osbred Flirt and forget about provincial championships and uh, get some black type to her name.
1: Yeah. Mate, Alicia was disappointed it went to town. I'll give you the tip book there at Newcastle. Um, she was excited to ride it because
0: she mm, came over oh from yes. the trials
1: after she sat yes. on it at Hawkesbury and said, this thing is, is flying. So, um, yeah, I certainly took notice of that. And I think it's a beautiful race for in town just the same, guys. I, I get it. I, I, the map looks perfect. It's the ideal race to... To try and get some black type, so I can understand that decision. And, and I was
0: disappointed when Alentia pulled the pin. I was really keen to take her on. Mm. With this Osbred flirt. Well, she yeah, was in that.
1: Maybe the lack of um, pace, Darren, but... is why they opted out there. She would have it...
0: Yeah. Sorry, Brad. Yeah, I thought uh, Osbred flirt would be in the top three, no worse in the run today. Mm. are you were going to say something.
1: I was going to say Alentia would have beaten Osbred flirt oh. surely. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. But she's not there. That's my point.
3: Well, how are we going yeah. to prove this now? I
1: think
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that's exactly right. I think they're waiting till next week, aren't
0: they, with uh, with her? Mm. Um yes. But, yeah, it definitely
1: took the guts out of the race a bit, didn't it? What do we do with hinged? Oh, that's, that was I what know. I was going to say. Yeah, this is race like, nine, too, we're talking about,
0: guys. Yeah. yeah. What do we yeah. do? Well, right. I watched a oh, trial at Warwick Farm. It was hard to get a read on it. Mm. She wasn't asked to do anything, but, boy, she was drifting a long way back. And you sort of look at this race and think, well, she, she might even take take up the running. but oh, I'd... And then uh, Dewis as well, I think, was a late entry into the race. Um, it's going to be a bit on the sharp side for her too, I'd imagine. Yeah, intriguing uh, sort of race. And then uh, good old Anthony Cummings, Miss Coover, who I think was entered for a Class 1 at Newcastle and they decided to run her in a Group 2 instead today after a rating of 60. <laughs> I have to say... I'll have to say this, her trial at uh, Randwick was terrific and she's tried really well in the past as well. I think she's a good type, but oh, it would have been nice to see her running a right grade. Mm,
1: yeah,
2: sorry might... to interrupt, guys. Yeah. Right, I'll mate. just point out where that multi is. Uh, people generally should know by now anyway, if you're a regular listener. Uh, on the Tab app, Racing and Today's Offers and Sports Today's Offers uh, on the website. And it's going... Thick and fast, so be quick. This is going to be another three or four-minute job, I'd imagine.
1: Love it, right. uh, Hurls. Thanks for that. Confirmed bet. Flindell's yep. getting on. <laughs> love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but lucky he's, he's not calling a race at the moment, but he can still multitask. I love it. Hey, we uh, a listener wants a JLW from you today. Uh, Banker Mike uh, was asking if there's a JLW, Darren. Um, is there one there that might fit oh, that mould for us?
0: Well, that's had a storm boy. Um well, yeah, he's there, there he is. Uh, there it is. Storm boy. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's the main one.
1: Yeah. Well, are you going to throw that in if he lobs, or have you got something?
0: Oh, I better work on something a bit better than that. Yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough.
1: <laughs> uh, a few other texts here, which is great. Um, uh, Keith, I can't read that one out. I'm sorry. Um, but Go on. That's not bad. Um, Go on. All oh, right, He just said...
2: Nah,
1: I <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're responsible. If you're called into HR, don't <laughs> mention me. All right. Um, I won't read it then, Hurls. No. Um, send it to the WhatsApp group. Huh? Yeah, I'll do that. Oh, people, now that's a, a cruel,
0: that's a cruel thing to do to our <laughs> yeah. listeners. Oh, it's just,
1: just, he said, Tay-Tay and Kelsey are on their way back to see the Snake family. So it's not that bad. It's not that good either, but no. <laughs> i just got to laugh about it. Um, <gasps> how, how good's Tay-Tay going, guys? I mean, uh, yeah. even, even J-Mac yeah. was there dancing to a music the other day. You see that on Twitter?
3: Would you call that dancing? <laughs> yeah.
1: That's probably a good point, Brad.
0: Uh, yeah. What about when your man arrived in Australia, the way the media fawned over uh, uh, showing shots of the aeroplane coming in? <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> I've never seen a media frenzy like it. That was just madness.
1: Yeah, how do you live like that, Davo? Oh, you couldn't, could yeah, you? It'd be crazy. But, I'm asking um, look, you. How do you live like be, that, babe?
3: It would be, there'd be, no, she wouldn't be able to take any uh, any backyard showers, that's for sure. <laughs> could i could give you the tip. But, um, no, no. Nah, look, to watch that was pretty awesome. I mean, to see how many people, you know, watch that concert. I, I had to go and take a photo in front of a real estate sign in in the northern beaches to try to get my wife a ticket and doing, doing every everything I could. Couldn't get one, but, you see...
1: Yeah, everyone absolutely loved it, didn't they? The concert—it's madness, mate. Um, so yeah, she uh, she's a big deal, that's for sure. Tom from Mudgy said hi, Luke. Just wanted to know what the edge Davo found at Tun Curry, or what edge it was at Tun Curry. Maybe Sky can bump the very elegant to Sky two, and we can put Tun Curry on Sky one. So <laughs> did you did you end up finding anything there, Davo, on that point, I, Tun Curry?
3: I didn't push. No, I didn't push the button. Um, there was a horse. <laughs> Oh, I can't even remember the name. Look, so many different races all over the shop these days. But the 1,000-metre race, uh, Billy Cray to ride. Um, Snowdrop. Looked hard enough. Yeah, Snowdrop looked hard enough to beat, but they're back in PD, so I was just a little bit wary. And the other race, um, Paul Perry, trained horse, about ninety five.
1: Race four, sleeping lion. Yeah. Yeah,
3: hard enough to beat, I think, too. But um, back to a thousand, and just didn't see out the twelve hundred with an aggressive ride the other day. But I just didn't push the button on either. I wasn't, you know, as confident as I need to be to, to sort of bet.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm surprised. Tun Curry still got a tractor race on <laughs> the way. The conditions they, well. they got through for the meeting there last Saturday. Yeah,
3: the rain. Yeah,
1: they did well. They did well. Yeah, good on them. They're a good club, and uh, it's a good part of the world, Darren. Up there as well, so mm. uh, yeah, good to see them get a, a qualifier. And uh, obviously, Mother Nature didn't play a part, but they got through, which is the main thing, boys. Uh, now, Davo, I believe you're on a Winks like run still with our favourite segment. Can you confirm?
3: Well, I think we got to ten, so I can't. I can't go back. I was actually going to go back and count, but I couldn't go back and do that. Find all the podcasts. But I think it's ten in a row on the on the early crow. So I want the golden crow to be presented to me next next week in studio. If that's okay, surely there's a golden crow somewhere that uh, can be presented because uh, that's probably the highlight of my career. Ten in a row in the early crow section.
1: Well. I tell you what I'll do. <clears throat> I don't have the trophy ready, but I'll give you the honours of throwing to our favourite segment this week because you're on a record run of ten straights. So take it away, Dave. take us to our segment. Uh, behind the gates, it's
3: time for our favourite segment, the early crow. Ah. On Racing HQ. Hey, is it a little too
1: early for being that loud? Hey, too late. Don't worry,
2: don't worry. cause it's never too early.
1: The early crow. <laughs> Yeah, so, Dave I guess I don't have to ask. You you obviously got it right last week. What was it?
3: Well, I don't really want to claim it, to be honest, because the horse just went too bad to be true, and, you know, I'm not going to sit here and want to crow about a crow when the horse has clearly pulled up um, not well, but it was High Blue Sea, so um, normally I would probably just say, uh, don't even give me a tick, but because of the winning streak, I've got to, I've got to claim it, but uh, yeah, I said High Blue Sea not to run top two, and he, unfortunately, for connections, finished down the track, so look, hope's all well with him, because he's, a, he's actually a really nice horse, but he's just got a few issues quite mm. clearly.
1: Very polite of you, but uh, well done on the the record run. Flindell, how did you go last week?
0: Uh, No good. I was tipping a roughy podium queen. Uh, That (laughs) shan't be happening again, I can assure you. She's got me twice now.
1: Oh, yeah, she's Uh, barred. She went um, poorly again, hey?
0: Yes, yeah, she didn't pick up at all, so I'm not sure what the issue is there. Actually, I'm going to try and chase that stewards report up on High Blue Sea because that was mysterious. It went from being one of the winning chances at the 150 to running last. Uh, now, as far as today's concerned, I do, of course, like Steffi Magnetica at odds in the surround, but i better give these roughies a bit of a rest. Your mate, um, mm-hmm. Luke. Yeah. Aaron. Bullock. Yep. Bullock, yes. I'm tipping he'll ride a double today. One <laughs> I love in, it. One at Ramwick and one at Newcastle.
1: <laughs> That's great. And, and we should um, mention that. He, he goes to... Straight from Ramwick, he'll drive back up to Newcastle to ride Tavi Time in the last. Darren,
0: that's right. So the third at Ramwick is at 1:40, and the last at Newcastle, uh, I don't know, sometime after 5:30. So he'll do that on his ear. Probably stop and get a burger at the McDonald's at the halfway oh, mark. I think He's a bit heavy for that, Darren. <laughs> Maybe get a salad, Darren. <laughs> oh well, <Aaron. laughs> uh, well Tavi, time's carrying a bit of weight,
1: isn't it? <laughs> yeah, true that. Uh, all right, so um, that's, that's but that would
0: be a rather unique double.
1: I believe he's on Monday's Experts on Monday with Dave Stanley too, so it'll be good to hear his story on Sky Sports Radio. So that's Darren's for this week. I'll I'll come back to you, Brad, because you told us how you went last week. What are you going to do this week?
3: Yeah, I don't know, to be honest. I'm, I'm probably a bit scared. I want to keep the run going. and I've got <laughs> three different things going in my head. I can go another will in Melbourne into Storm Boy, but that's a bit soft. So... I think I've gotta go I think I've gotta take Marshall Music on. I've got a strong opinion in that race, so I'll say Marshall Music, the favourite of the midway to miss top two. Is that okay? Or do I don't need to go top three. I'm at, I'm at, I've made ten now, so the streak's okay, so let's just go to miss top three. I can be a bit more adventurous now and people were giving me a bit of a bit of uh, a bit of stick last week for going a bit soft option, but you know, forgive me trying to get to the ten, the double digits. So now I'm okay. Top three.
1: Okay, fine. <laughs> well done. Herles, um tell us how you went last week and what are you doing for this week's Early Crow?
2: Sorry, Brad, did not know. I can't remember what I did last week, to be honest.
3: I think You took on, on Rick Card. You took on Rick Card. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, I did. I yep.
2: got that awfully wrong. But um, you had
3: something else as well, Hurls. I don't know what the second part, but you had two because you were you didn't really want to take her on to, to win. You wanted, you know, so it was like you had a couple. You had a couple of ones, I think, but I can't remember the second.
1: Mm, okay.
2: Yeah, I can't In remember.
0: In regards to High Blue Sea, I'm just reading this oh. report. Now, there was nothing wrong. No abnormalities. Gee. They Hells. blamed us the off six. That was it.
3: Hells, was it Damien Lane to win the Jockeys Challenge? Is that it?
0: Uh, Yeah.
2: That was two well, weeks ago. He got up. No, that was two weeks ago. I took it with j mate. Honestly, I cannot remember. But... Uh, today, yeah, I'm going um, huh, confident here. Um, I'm going to take J-Mac to ride five or more, $10. I oh, think wow. four or more is an absolute lock at 3 and I <laughs> might be back in <laughs> both. Okay. No, but uh, no, I'll stick by it. I'll say, I'll say five or more winners. Oh, wow. And you go to sports and today's offers. We've actually even opened the market now for six winners, $51. Hasn't been done for mm. a long time.
0: Well, uh, yeah, it all hinged on, it hinges on number two and the guy Walter, doesn't it?
1: Well, just on that, that's that's going to be my crow. I think the door's going to fall off the hinge. Yeah, like it. <laughs> I don't think she'll... I don't know, I think she's forgotten how to win, guys. Uh, I'm going to say hinge to go under again. Uh, it all looks rosy. you got J-Mac, you got the beautiful lead you got the Group 1 form. Duff was very keen on it on the preview, which which has made me a little hesitant. But I'm going to... Look, I thought about being a real sicko and stirring you guys up and making my crow that the sicko multi would lob Storm Boy into Fangirl, but I knew that would get you stirred up under the collar. So mm. you would have protested that, wouldn't you, Flindell?
0: Well, if you said it on uh, Wednesday night when you could have got um, <laughs> was it a bit over 130 and then yeah. 160 Fangirl and used a multiplier... And I'm sure a lot of people did.
1: Well, I won't go the soft option. I'll say hinged, uh, the favourite in race nine to, to get rolled, guys. So those are our crows for another week. Uh, we've got time for one more race, Brad. Uh, what do you want to squeeze in here? Is there, do you want to talk about the Manal race or what else has caught your eye on this card?
3: Uh, yeah, look, Manal's probably a good good uh, point to, to do. Um, I do have Ray to make six. mention, yep. though, quickly, yeah, before go we go on. there, I do have to make mention that the chances of Hinge getting rolled is what, about... Uh What's the chances of not winning? Very short odds versus Hells is 10, 10 to one. He likes to go rough, there man. He, Hells, lo- love he loves. He loves getting.
1: I know he loves really having a crack every now and then, which I love. I mean, he said James a lock to ride four <laughs> Hells. That's I love it. That's even I brave. It. I, love, no, it I love, love it
2: too. I, I, I honestly reckon he is absolute lock to ride four today. Look at his rides. Hinge won't be one of Hill. them.
3: But Hinge won't yourself. be yourself. one of them. Why don't you go four? Why don't you go four? Three uh, dollars. Don't, don't
2: you, you dare. Don't I, I said four or more. But don't you dare try and talk to me about being soft. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, Pot,
1: I'm telling you to Black. He He's Stop. actually telling you you're too brave, I think, going five
2: That's instead of That's all right. That's all right. Love backing I'm my judgment. You. i get it wrong, so be it. Yeah, well
1: done. I'm telling,
3: I'm telling you to be soft. Anyway, Manal, I think she's probably the best of the day, guys. Uh, look, I think that form stacked up really well, the Lady of Camelot race. Lady of Camelot was the best run in the Blue Diamond by a mile um and we've seen extreme diva come out of that race be beaten three lengths and run a length and a half behind switzerland who's a second foe for a gold slipper so the form looks a grade she's 1200 is gonna suit she sits closer surely today and i think she goes crunch manal best of the day
1: what do you reckon darren
0: yeah she stands out uh, manal i've got a lot of respect for the hawks philly fly fly i think a what a draw might be better for her she can get space and this lengthen down the outside she was all cluttered up on debut there at round so we're left sort of guessing how much was in the tank her trials suggested that that she goes all right this fly fly so i would be working an angle about her running a place just looking at this same game same race multi option with manal winning and fly fly to run top three the price is 450 or to be really safe fly fly top four is three dollars 25 okay
2: nice (laughs) bet.
1: Um, popular Manala she hurls
2: yeah very popular mate I, I, for what it's worth I've made her the best bet of the day as well so uh, what is she now She's, uh, eighty-five? here yeah, we bet $2 this morning so Bushko that is gone may even trim him further now away from the races what are we doing tomorrow for Super Sunday
1: the league is back oh how good is it I'm so excited oh. guys <sighs> I it's go. been Actually, great watching
0: all the vision through from Vegas, uh, the way they prepare the ground, how oh. they slide the field into, uh, into position. Uh, that's quite unique. Gee, well, um, over
2: there. I applied to the Department of Liquor and Gaming uh, to have my bar open at the booker Base Feeble for at 10.30, so, um, and that was approved, so I don't know if it could be a big day. I tell
1: you what, that's one of your best tells, actually. <laughs> that's, that's very good. Uh, um, the excitement levels, it's going to be one
2: of those days where I've just got to try and uh, curb it, but um, yeah. So we're having a KFC party actually. I think uh, Dad will be having a beer party, and uh, How good. and my son will be having KFC. But yeah, can't wait to be a
1: Mate, it's great to have the footy back, and um, I'm looking forward to a Broncos premiership later in the year. So uh, <laughs> got to get past mm. us. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I'm not. A, I, you <laughs> know, I'm not a fan,
1: fellas, but um,
3: I think it's great what they're doing, taking it to it's Vegas. Awesome, yeah. I mean, surely it's got to be an update on that other game over there that takes them about seven hours to actually pass the ball and then they have another <laughs> huddle for another four
1: hours. But do you know they, what? Um, They'd say the same about cricket, mate, and you love it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. It's, a bit, it's all about culture. That It's part of American culture, NFL, and that's why they love it. We love cricket. We sit there all day and watch a ball get hit round a park, David. I mean, <laughs>
3: yeah, I've been I've been loving the old tests over there in New Zealand. And great what to see what I mean? Cam Green, Cam Green, do something. He's, he's coming of age there uh, yesterday. So I don't know what the latest score was when I left. He was still in, but I'm not sure if he's still in. But we're uh, in a good who's position. Who's that lion? Cam Green. Uh, lion got out for 40-odd. Yeah, four, got four forty odd. Yeah,
2: um, told. forty-seven. We're four far. Green's in with head. Yep. Luke, uh, yes,
0: two quick things I'd like to bring up. I know we're almost on full time. Go on. Millie Thompson, oh, her name my. was mentioned a few weeks ago. Her ride to win race seven at Goulburn yesterday. My goodness. Um, she's only ridden in 17 races. She's won seven. That's uh, unbelievable. Kim, Kim Wall put her under specific instructions to stay as wide as possible the entire race. She followed those instructions to the letter and won on Sydney. And um, she's got amazing balance, this girl. I was looking at her down the street. I thought, she's hardly moving on this. What's, what, what's going on? And then I've seen one or two of her other replays. She's got this very unique style. Not sure if she's modelled herself on Joe Maria or a bit of Blake Shim, but she sort of just becomes a part of the horse. And she doesn't really touch them. They just keep running for her. I think she's a, a, a young girl we should keep following, Millie Thompson.
1: Darren, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it, mate, because she deserves a lot of credit. That is an amazing start to a career, and she's already a better rider than a partner, Rory Hutchings, so uh, good on her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and,
0: uh, and finally, a farewell message to uh, one of the good guys. The racing manager of the ATC finishes up today, Peter Downs. Yep. He's been with the ATC for a few years, Warnable prior to that, and, and Moonee Valley. He's been uh, a real asset to the industry here, and he's going to be sadly missed because he's actually moving out of horse racing and taking over the family coal mining business in Mackay. So all the best to you, Peter.
1: Very well said, Darren. Boys, I thank you. Great to be back in the lunatic asylum with you four. Are uh, you three? And we'll do it all again next week, boys. Have a great day.